0: Hi, good evening Coming to you live from streets of Brooklyn. There you are. Um, and in a uh, wind tunnel, this is St. Benjamin's, the Afrofers. Thank you so much for joining um, all of us. Uh, we've got DJ Francis is with us. Ethan Malvo from Malvo Talks is with us. And Hong, Hong of St. Benjamin's is with us. Hey guys.
1: Amitofo. Amitofo.
0: Amitofo. And how have you guys been? Please, like, tell me what's been going
1: on. Who's going first? Any, any one of you. Okay, well, I, I've, I've been suffering a health issue that I have every six months, which is gout. And sure. gout is a pain in the ass, because when, when I get a gout attack, it hits my feet first, and I have a very difficult time, painful time walking and uh you know you get basically you get crystals in your feet and every time you walk it's like you're walking on glass
0: hmm. so well, thank you thank, thank you very much for sharing
1: that that wonderful <laughs> sorry <laughs> but, 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 the, but but i just say like I, I view it as a good conversation with my body okay well on
2: a less serious note than that you know we've been trying to my producer and i We've been trying to get the messenger thing to work so I can transfer his shows, my shows, to uh, him. But, you know, this is why the first show is kind of blurry. So we've been trying to get the 1080p and the HD right and all of that, and, you know, that's how come the shows are not going as daily as I want them to. So anyway, but that's what I've been doing on my side. How about you, Helene?
0: Well, um, I had a really busy weekend and I'm actually really still recovering here, by the way. So, um, but that's about it. But yeah, I totally understand the the, the, like problems with um, having, yeah. Yeah, it was a busy weekend party. Okay. okay. All right. Just to let you know, <laughs> I was partying a lot. And today, I the today,
1: on, today how, sweating. How was, how was the show? You, you saw, Who did you see again? I went to see. Uh, Taurus Riley, right?
0: Uh, Taurus Riley. I went to see Taurus Riley on Saturday night, and I'm still recovering from Saturday night. Okay? That's all I have to say. I, I thought I could just bite the, the bite the tail of the dog that bit me, and so I continued drinking on Sunday, and then that just really led to a full <laughs> day of struggling today. So it's good to see you guys though. Um, what about Lord hey. Franchise? I want to jump into topics with Lord Franchise.
3: Um, well, th- the first topic that really caught my mind was the whole McDonald's uh, soda fight incident because um, being in the uh, messenger community, traveling around the city and stuff like that, a lot of us, we keep these. Cups in our backpacks from these various establishments because when you get thirsty, you pop into the fountain, you get a drink. And I mean, it's—I guess in New York, it's just a customary thing. But I guess sometimes, I guess you can be stealing sodas. Who who knew? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, you're stealing sodas, basically. Yeah, you are. I don't know, and by the way, a it's
2: only, thing. It's only a
0: dollar. <laughs> it's only a dollar, okay?
3: It's it's right. on any size. Like 69 cents. Seventy-nine cents, depending on where you go.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you said it was a customary thing, Lord Franchise.
3: I mean, it. I mean, it happens. It's like it's, it's, it's like walking through a subway car. Like you know, it's illegal, but I mean, who enforces it really?
2: Well don't lie, you just know a manager somebody uh, Right? You know yeah, but not for like, nothing. The McDonald's, right? I'm you know somebody wife there wife that, that lets you do that, right?
0: I'm older than You wife. don't want you don't wanna, wanna get franchise, you don't want to get beat up by uh by a McDonald's worker like in that video. So right. be yeah. careful. I don't want that on you. Um Hong, uh, anything else? besides your foot issues anything else
3: uh money wise
1: uh, uh, well i'll just i'll just do a little plug for my own show uh Hong's world which i've started posting on the green chi network i've got two episodes up there and uh i talk buddhist uh my buddhist journey um which i uh and then i include a, a little bit of uh uh relevant of music of mine in it but um, I, I think I'm happy with how it's going, and, and uh, I invite people to join the conversation on the path of which Green Chi is a part for me.
0: Mm. All right. Well, the, thank, you, thank you so much. P.S., by the way, Ethan should be plugging his show too, uh, Malvo Talks. It's here on right, Green right, Chi right, Network. Right, right. So check,
2: I'll have a new check episode. That out. Yeah. Hopefully too All up.
0: right, so let's jump yeah. into Let's jump into the stories for tonight. There's a first story coming up is um, uh, Bloomberg News says there's a summer camp for ultra kids. Basically kids who, by the way, are like median age 26. They come from super families with, with money, and money and money and they have to figure out how to spend this money or work work to their their advantage or whatever. But um, Sorry. But um,
3: so let's check out the
2: story and we'll think of that. Ethan? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go first. It was established by the United Bank of Scotland. And um, apparently, you know, uh, I didn't even know that uh, John Bon Jovi had a rosé company because his son was there passing out free samples. And I was going to say, you know, Mio, you need to get on board with this, <laughs> and pass out free samples of your um, thing so you get your sponsorships going with this. And I don't know the how. Rizal,
3: you know, the rose
2: yeah. The well, no, but this is John Bon Jovi's company. Emil, don't you have um, Libation, a Libation Corporation?
1: Oh, my, my partner, Audrey, has Spice yeah. Grove, yes. I, yeah, I was reading about John Bon Jovi's, what is it? It's a wine, right, or something like right, that? Right, right, really? it's a rosé. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really dying to drink a rosé that's been designed <laughs> by Mr. Bon Jovi, I'm, you know. Right. <laughs> well,
2: whatever he did to get there, I, the whole reason why I bring this up is because he's passing around his rosé at this um, young people's camp for rich people.
1: Oh, he is. Yeah, I didn't he see is. that part. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, but that, the thing is, the reason,
0: yeah. but the right. reason why that he's he's um, passing it out because John Bon Jovi's son Jesse went to this camp last year right. Right. and spoke spoke with some financial advisor who said like, "Oh, you've got a great idea. Let's incubate these. Basically, these banks want to get into these people's pockets because they know that their money is long." long 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 from their parents and they feel that Millennials have a lot of business ideas and want to be able to capitalize on that according to the story that's right. why they're holding these camps the other thing is they were saying that the young people, when you come from that much amount of money you have to be really tight with your circle you can't just be friends with anybody I guess and that's why they
2: Well. UBS wants them to do business with them. That's the reason why they have this camp for young people. They have their eyes on that bank account and the other um, financial annuities and everything else like that. Uh, Trust fund, trust fund kids, (laughs) basically. So that's what they are after. And so... That's how come they, they want all their business and all their ideas, as Helene was saying, to be channeled through their own corporation and banking enterprises. So that's why UBS set up this camp, which is in, um, was it London, Zurich, and Singapore? It's almost like the Davos uh, conference that they have. So it's based on that kind of a model.
1: Well, I I, uh, will pipe in that I went to a school of such a nature called Choate. Okay. So when I went Uh, to high school, I went to boarding school, and it was a similar kind of collection of rich kids, uh, you know, a lot of drugs uh, because there was a lot of money, a lot of expensive high-end drugs, and we were off in the country basically kind of, going to class and then running off into the woods and doing high-end drugs. (laughs) I mean, uh, that was, you know, so, but that's now become an advertising vehicle basically is what we're saying is now that is becoming a kind of, what do you call it when you mix things like marketing wise, you know, you mix music and movies and you put a, I can't remember, there's a word for it, but whatever. Uh, It's basically what, the world has turned into, right? Everything is, is a marketing. And obviously, as Helene said, these are rich kids with rich families and they're, they're the inheritors of the wealth. And that is way more true today than it, it was even when I was a kid. Um, the level of wealth that we're talking about is now a multiple higher. So um, it's pretty pathetic, honestly, all in, but, but it is, a, 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 in, any, in any case, a reflection of, of reality, right?
2: Yes,
0: it is. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's uh, just move forward. Um, The other story I sent you guys was about retiring on $35,000 a year and the top five cities in Europe where you could actually live well on $30,000 a month – excuse me, a year, a year, which I didn't realize that that's like – Yeah, like, I mean, are they – Basing this, yeah, on your Social Security, or are they basing this on your four hundred one k? I'm not exactly sure. But
1: well, Social Security, oh, gotcha. Mean, okay. if you had thirty five thousand a year in Social Security benefits, you can retire in Europe. Right. So, you know, yeah. I I love that concept, but fuck retirement, right? Right. all we, we we fuck fuck IRS 401k bullshit basically that's giving your money away to wall street and they give you right. crappy returns they charge fees and they fucking make shit ton of money on that on your money while they're giving you pennies right they they they're, they're, they're going to invest that shit at 10% in, in interest for themselves and pay you one so that's how they're going to fuck you while they're telling you they're helping you save for your retirement however the concept of being able to Put aside enough money and use and invest it intelligently so that you have thirty five thousand a year of income coming from your investments. That's doable, and right. that's something that we want to you know discuss here. We want to help people understand. And when we launch Green Chi Academy, which should be next week, uh, we'll be able to people can go there and learn about what I would call financial freedom and use our financial freedom calculator, where we can calculate how much money you need to save to generate 35,000 a year and how you can do that and invest that. So that's the game, right? The game is that if I can move somewhere and have my life covered and in Europe, you, your care is taken care of, right? So right. that's, the, the country, that's right? always the elephant in the room. That's how our country is fucking us up the ass right now is because they don't give us health care, And by doing that, they're basically enslaving us because we are, at risk all the time of, of our life blowing up. And I mean, I was talking Friday or Friday, no, no, Sunday, I okay, this weekend uh, with a, a wonderful woman down in Florida at, who's a professor at University of Central Florida um, who has multiple sclerosis. And this woman's telling me with one of the best insurance plans you can possibly imagine at UCF, her out of pocket's 50,000 bucks a year. Right, $50,000 a year for M&S. That's crazy. I mean, wow. So this woman who makes good living does not make a good living. She's living month to month to cover her fucking health care. Right. This is a travesty. The problem is, as I'll say again and again, our health care systems a fraud. So unfortunately, the solution we have to build, and I will do it, I hear state my flag in the si- sand, I know health care. We right. must build a system entirely independent of the government that is free access for healthcare. You ask, how can that be done? It can be done. Again, another conversation. We'll have more, uh, more, um, in more detail on the Green Tree Academy. Just quickly. So,
2: what is the difference between? You just said it emphatically, but you know, do you believe in the concept of the single payer? If it's not Government-funded. What is your belief in that?
1: Look, the, the 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 healthcare system and the cost of the system is a fraud. Right. Right. So the call, co- you know, the care they provide you is way overpriced. It's bullshit. The drugs they give you are often not the ones you should be taken, and they never focus on diet because it doesn't make them any money. Okay? Right. So we're talking about a non-government-based system let's call it Netflix for healthcare. You're gonna pay 10 bucks. Netflix is worth $30 billion. If I could give you something to subscribe to for 10 bucks a month, where you get access to the best care and the best, um, if, if Netflix can get that market cap, their subscription is, that's their money, the subscription. Now the, our costs are higher, but we can, if we get a big enough community doing this, we can get, it maybe more than 10 a month, but we can do it for way fucking less than the government. And it's going to be with integrity, complete transparency on money. Cause fucking no, if you ever look at your healthcare bill, it's a scam. It's a bullshit. It's just a, it's just a game for them to play with the insurers and the tax people. It has nothing to do with the real cost of the system. So, and, and, and as I will say it many times, the science that all of Western, U.S. healthcare is based on is fraudulent. It's corporate science. It's not real science. It's just meant to feed you shit. And the doctors are beholden to it. So it's an entirely corrupted evil system at its heart. Now, if I set up an independent system, we may go to the real system on on occasion. We'll have to negotiate that shit for a broken leg or things that they have the technology to fix. But we'll negotiate good pricing. We'll make sure it's done correctly. Fuck all this bullshit.
2: Yeah. So get rid of Aetna, get rid of everything, you know, get, get Get rid rid of of the U S government,
1: get rid of Medicare, get rid of Medicaid. Let's just take care of people. All right.
2: It is doable. And and
1: I put it out there. Okay. Technology, by the way, is what facilitates it because healthcare is very complicated. So the reason we can do this now and we couldn't have done it 10 years ago is the technology, particularly Infotech, because it's so much, information wasn't there but now it's there we could fucking just suck it out of the system we don't even need to do anything
2: very interesting go ahead helene i'm so yeah.
0: sorry i i was yeah no, no no i was i was actually thinking i read that story and all i was thinking about one of like all the places that they said that you can go to live for $35,000 were like literally on the mediterranean like right. they were like malta the island they you know they were yeah. like southern southern europe you know where Obviously, it's cheaper to live and stuff like that. So, um, but I, I would pick any of those. propose that we
1: will shoot a St. Benjamin's episode from one of those places in the next twelve months. We'll all, of course, right? Oh now, yeah, I'm all for
2: that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> though, though,
1: though, I have to get a personal anecdote to that point. Right. right. Um, right. As some of you know, I, uh, you know, I worked on Wall Street. The whole right. story, blah blah blah. Ended up six million dollars in debt. I'm still millions of dollars in debt working on my way through that, including debt to the government, which is when I filed for bankruptcy, my, my tax debt doesn't get affected by that. And right. I got a letter about a, three weeks ago uh, saying that uh, because I owe the IRS money, uh, they will not be issuing me a new passport. And if I try to travel with my existing passport, I'm likely to get uh, uh, dinged. At, at the, at, no, dinged. Not, not allowed to travel. I, basically, I am... Currently uh, unable to leave this country.
0: That is, that's insane. I can't believe they can do that because
1: I owe them taxes.
0: Mm. That is, that's rough. And I actually, I read something about that—that that it was happening to people. But oh, I mean, see. it's like, but basically, like you can't escape. You see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. What, did, what was that? There's only two you were things. You
2: singing the national anthem, doesn't you? Yeah. You're You're just only,
0: two, only two things certain in life. Death and, um, taxes. Taxes. Oh, yeah. Death and taxes. Right. Right. That's right. fucked up, honestly. The fact that you can't leave the... They don't want you to escape, though. They don't want you to escape. They want you to pay the money. Or they'll put you in jail. You do realize, like, look at Wesley Snipes. He, he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in jail.
1: Well, Wesley just didn't report anything. I, I have been, you know, reporting my taxes. I just haven't been able to pay him.
2: Got you. All but right. But you it, you still should be able to travel, even business travel I know a lot of people business travel think about that like yeah, if right know. right anyway you to pay the back if you can't travel
3: see la. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to, to not going to be able to all travel then because you don't have a passport but um well, my
1: plan is to resolve that issue uh yeah, in you know. the next in the next in, you know months. in the near future next yeah. one yes
0: um all right so next lastly um we have or not lastly, but it's almost there.
1: Um, Are you going so, to do Apple real quick? Yeah,
2: the Apple. Yeah. Billion dollar. Uh, trillion. Oh, trillion. trillion.
0: excuse me. Not trillion.
2: billion.
3: Trillion. <laughs> trillion. 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 with Trillion.
2: I've been again? saying a billion all day. That's how come.
3: And dump I got, that yes. That, that pump and dump strategy to reach that trillion where they drop the prices on a bunch of their phones and stuff, knowing that. Everybody's going to consume them in mass and then, you know, just get that stock to that next level, that next week $1 trillion level. Like, What do you think about that pump and dump strategy?
1: Amio, what do uh, I think of their pump and dump strategy? Um, You know, I I don't claim any expertise on the competitive dynamics of the global uh, phone market, so I'm not I don't really have any way to opine on that. I can opine on the idea that Apple is worth a trillion dollars. So like I said, there's a simple way to know what Apple is worth right now because a company's uh, is simply a cash machine. As I said last week, and I'll continue to try to clarify this analogy because it's the core of how I think about investing and and how I want to teach our, our, our listeners. So, Apple, like any company, is a machine that's meant to generate profit. They they sell stuff, and at the end of the day, after they've paid everyone, they have a profit. That profit goes to the investors. Right. So it's it's a machine. And that,
2: borrow, don't forget that what? they do borrow. They do borrow money.
1: Yeah, but but that's that that's that doesn't matter because that's okay. not the that's not their value. The value of I know I know, but is their manufacturing leverage. cash in the right. end? Any mach- any company is meant to manufacture cash at the end of the day right so apple um currently manufactures a shit ton of cash they man, they i just was looking at the numbers they manufacture as of this most recent quarter 50 billion dollars a year uh in operating profit uh or six so that's that's a lot of money and in fact if you and I'm, again, I, I'll teach people how to do this at the Green Tree Academy, but if you look at a company that generates $50 billion a year, I can tell you what Apple's worth right now, meaning if, if nothing changes, if they just continue to generate $50 billion a year like they are right now, it's worth about $1.1 $1. 1. 1 trillion. Right. So in fact, Apple right now is reflecting that the current business will continue as it is forever, not get bigger not get smaller. So in fact, before when the stock was lower, I think the market was worried about the future of Apple, meaning they had a somewhat negative view of the future. And it seems like with everything that's been going on at this point, the market is just totally neutral about the future of the company. So what you then have to do as an investor is decide you agree with the market. Do I think Apple is basically gonna just kinda continue as it is, or is it gonna continue to grow? Or is it, it going to face competition and, and get, get fucked up somehow? Does that make sense?
2: Yes. Uh, what do you think about Sam Cooke? Is it as the CEO? Excuse me. Uh... Sam Cooke, the singer? The
0: R&B singer?
1: I, think it's John, it's, I think it's actually John Cooke. Sam Cooke is the singer. John, I think. <laughs> Sam <But>, Cooke. Uh... <laughs> Hold
0: on one second. We lost Ethan for a second, I think. For a
1: second there, he's frozen. But uh, um, yeah. Well,
0: go
1: ahead. yeah. I, but again, you know, uh I I I haven't followed Apple in, in that way that I followed the companies that I am expert on. So I I'm, I'm humbled by the companies I know very well. I don't tend to just throw out opinions on companies that I don't know really well. That being said, Again, we will create a conversation around Apple at the Green Chi Academy and discuss what the issues are relative to Cook, relative to the decisions the company is making in more detail. That's the point of the Green Chi Academy. And then we'll give you a tool to do what I just did, which is to take your view and and turn it into a stock price.
0: All right. Um, We lost Ethan for a second, but I'm sure he'll jump back on. Um, I wanted to talk about there was a story talking about Chase, you know, Chase uh, Bank. Uh, the ATMs are going cardless. You, heard, you saw this? Forget your bank card. Don't worry. Chase got you covered. Uh, the New York City-based bank announced that it's expanded its cardless access to nearly all of its 16,000 ATMs. New technology will allow the customers to get their money from their phone. But And guess what? But the, the, These mobile wallets also have your thumbprint. So. They call it security. They say, oh, well, just use your thumbprint and, and you'll be able to, uh, uh, sorry about that, um, you know, you'll be able to access your money if you don't, if you forgot your card or, or whatever, you know. Um, I, I, I'm always skeptical of this type of stuff. I just think, who's to say it's not going to get hacked or, or, you know, all your identif- identification stolen. The idea that you've used your thumbprint now to get your own money, it's your own fucking money. What's the problem? Why is it getting so difficult? That's all I have to say.
3: I mean, it's getting more difficult, like you said, to prevent hackings. They, they wanted to put everything so singular. These, these are programs that's been in existence for at least the past six to eight years to my, not here and there. there. Where this is going to you, unless you like grew up in the Bible culture, but you ever read of the Mark of the Beast and, you know, the thumbprint and the electronic and, you know, all that. That's where we're going to. The phones are going to get smaller and smaller and smaller till everything is the size of your thumbprint. And then you're talking like this and you're doing every, you're, you're, you're getting ATM withdrawals of your thumbprint and like everything is connected to your thumbprint. So this is where we're going, like probably 2020, 2025. So, just like the supermarkets, all the immigrant workers, the bag boys, the cashier ladies are being replaced by robots. This is the technological age. Welcome to the Android age. Welcome to the Google age. Welcome to Skynet.
1: Well, I saw a video on, uh, you're muted, Helene, but I saw a video on uh, Facebook the other day. A guy took a credit card machine walked Mm -hmm. up behind someone put it next to his back pocket where his the guy's wallet was and the machine uh recorded a sale on the on the machine Mm. without ever like you know just just from putting it next to the guy's back pocket
3: Magnetic. magnetic transfer
1: yeah so uh that was a little disturbing but but again you know this shit is moving so fast i just you know
3: but imagine, imagine, uh, I, I, imagine that same thing happened, but it needed your thumbprint to process the transaction. You would have, the, the money would have been saved. The, the sale would have never gone through. And it's going to but, move. But I, I don't, don't
1: think they're requiring a thumbprint.
3: The scan is going to move your thumbprint to your facial no. scan to your retina scan. So it's like, and we're Miel. getting there. We're getting there.
0: Hong, they are. What they're saying is these cashless ATMs is that you're going to use your cash your wallet from your phone and the wallet from your phone needs your thumbprint that's to protect you though that's what they're saying I'm, i just think it's crazy right Here,
1: here's my uh, look going back to the healthcare conversation like i want to get off the fucking grid I, I want my own blockchain currency i want to uh what, trade within well, that currency within my own community uh, and fuck fuck all that shit I don't want my money in Chase. I don't want it in Bank America. I look at all these banks. I tried to put my money in Brooklyn Co-op Bank, but it was a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, you know, they got two locations. Fuck that. It didn't work either. So I'm back at, you know, TD Bank, which is okay unless you leave New York City because they have no banks on the West Coast.
0: Hey, Hong. Um, uh, Ethan said that he, you need to send him a link the link to get back on. He can get back on. I don't know if you know how to do that. Oh, Oh, here's Ethan. Okay. Ethan, we, Ethan. Yeah, we- I'm
2: back. I'm back.
0: Okay. We <laughs> were just talking, we were just talking right. about going cashless, all these ATMs right. going cashless, but they require your thumbprint from right, your right. wall. Yeah. I was just, yeah, I, I'm always scared of, you know, the big brother and, you know, it's so difficult to get, you know, um, your own money. This is your own money, but yet you have to, they say it's for your for convenience or for your security, but you're losing Choice. privacy. Yeah, right. you're, you're losing your privacy. Yeah, but that's by, just.
1: By the way, we have ten minutes. Ten minutes left. Okay.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Um, so I thought we could finish up on Control. this, but yeah, if you guys don't have anything else to say about that, then we can move to the McDonald's fight. And why is everybody beating up customers? P.S. <laughs> by the way, did you see that?
2: Yes, I saw that's that. Sorry.
0: Okay. So, I, like, last week, um, somebody tried to steal soda from McDonald's. The girl spazzed out. She beat this other girl to a pulp, okay? And I just thought, wow, I mean, like, if someone tried to steal something, and I'm working for McDonald's, I'm like, go ahead. I don't want no confrontation. What do I get paid? You know, less than $15 an hour, and I'm not going to fight people. It's crazy talk. But, but now it's happened again at a wig store. Somewhere near Baltimore or something in Delaware or something. They come in to buy a steal an eighty dollar wig and the people are risking their lives. Right. This this is very interesting. Like, why would you risk your life for this this company that doesn't give a fuck about you? You know? Like they probably don't even give you health insurance.
2: (laughs) Right. Because it probably well, it probably comes out to be a check, I guess, if they get Caught on your watch.
0: I can't imagine the McDonalds would take us. A, 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 no, not
2: that. You said yeah. the wig. The
0: oh, wig. the wig. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a smaller company. Right, right, but right. still, I mean, they're really risking their mean, lives. I
3: think, I think it's the frustration of the low wages and just the situation of being in a job. Like any chance they get to release their aggression, like they will. You know what I'm saying it's, it's like a legal purge at that point. If somebody tries to stick you up or rob you, or you know. I mean, I, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I can come up with because I think when you join, people who sign up for these jobs and stuff like that, they give you instructions on what to do in case of a robbery, and it's not to, you know, involve yourself because the company ain't trying to pay that insurance. The, the company ain't trying to pay no sort of liability issues if you are going there trying to play hero or what's not. But it, it is what it is, man.
1: Like I was gonna say, like. It, it, Don't you think like they give people these jobs like assistant general manager, they pay them crappy wages, but an extra buck an hour, some bullshit. But this is a way to kind of get, you know, this is classic, honestly, concentration camp shit. You know, you you treat some people just a little bit better and they become your... You know, you're bitches, and you just do it for a couple of them in each location, and those are the people who go out and fucking kill themselves on your behalf for, like, $2 extra an hour. It's just fucking nuts. And that's this economy that we're, you know, we're, we've just been devolving into.
2: Right, right, right. Uh, see, the, 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 the uh, McDonald's one last week, it was the girl, but she was – you know, saying all kinds of shit to the yeah. manager she was and she so was that's She's why she got involved, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. passively stealing, you know. She <laughs> she she, you know, she was up in the manager's face, and so that's how come the manager reacted that way. I don't know what caused the new one, you know. That was but, just
0: But then yeah. what, what made it even more so is that it obviously it went viral everyone right. sees it, it goes viral and then i think the girl still has her job because right, right. people were saying you know oh should mcdonald's fire her for such behavior you know what i mean and i guess they kept her on i mean everyone watched the video viral money. what
3: i hope she's getting some of that
0: viral money I don't know. How do you get no, viral? She no
1: viral <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, she Yeah, maybe uh, yeah, she get an interview on guess, on uh, TMZ or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Was there anything else that we, we were supposed to talk about uh, today? No, that was just it. Yeah. Going um, going cashless, McDonald's fighting, but I really think that the you know people fighting for an employer or something, I just don't get it. I'm not. I wear glasses, so I don't fight but um it is a little bit strange to me you know Friday. i could
2: say something but i would have to use a racial slur uh, i won't say anything
0: <laughs> okay well star i
2: mean, would say it but I, i'm not going to do that okay i
0: think it just
3: depends. It depends on your aggression level at the time if you're gonna purge you're gonna purge you're gonna purge on a crook you're gonna purge because i can send you uh some disturbing video footage Um, a robbery that went down on my native island like a couple of days ago, where the 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 owners of the establishment, their sons, ran after the crooks, ran them over. I'm talking about broken legs, beaten to a pulp, two by fours. You know what I'm saying? Because
0: well, you know, yeah, but stealing, stealing is like probably one of the lowest things you know if you think about like a lot of people even poor people will say well at least i don't steal you know
2: well it depends on what you steal It depends on what you steal a
0: soda. A soda a wig
2: yeah <laughs> if you steal a lot of money apparently and you go to jail for it you get um job offers in jail you know
0: well that's if you're white and I know you, and I know Martha Stewart my, Well but yeah. the thing is you they're know, being they're Larry. being stolen from yeah.
1: every day. They're being stolen from every day by a right. fucked up system. Yeah. Any comp, you know particularly if they're stealing from larger companies man, right. you know I got to say, you know, a little quid pro fucking quo, you know, it's just uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah it, well it, it, it's hard to feel and I, but it going to defending a company like that like beating someone up First of all, if I own the company, I don't know how you don't fire that person. I mean, that's such a liability that that someone's actually taking a swing at someone. If that person ends up with brain damage, that's a you know, that's a ten million dollar bill I got to pay on that person. So I cannot have my employees hitting people on the job. That's just fucking unacceptable. I don't get it
3: from common knowledge. I think when you apply for these jobs and stuff like that, when you're signing up like that in the rules and regulation, those are specifically stated.